Welcome to the Building Up Women in Property podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Bangura, and I'm thrilled to have you here with me today. This podcast is for ambitious women who work in property and construction, who want to learn how to have a career they love on their terms. Join me every week where I'll leave you excited and confident to take your next steps. Thanks for being here with me. Now let's get started. Welcome back. Or if you are new here, welcome. I'm excited to have you join me today. Now, today's conversation really focuses on redefining success. And this is such an important topic because if you have been listening for a while, you will know I'm a big believer in having a clear goal. Knowing what it is you want and what motivates you gives us so much clarity, gives us focus. It allows us to concentrate our efforts and be very deliberate and intentional in the work and the things that we do. So there are really two parts to today's conversation. The first is around defining success. Because for some of you here, you may never have gone through the process of clearly articulating for yourself what it is you want. And as we go through this conversation today, I want you to think about how this applies to you and ideally set some time aside for yourself to actually come back and revisit some of these questions. Because the challenge most of us have is we get busy. We get busy doing all the things on our to-do list and working to tick things off. And we don't actually create the time and space we need to reevaluate. And that's what today's conversation is really driving you to do, is to take that time to really get clear on what success means for you. Because hopefully at some point before now, you have defined success for yourself. You're clear on what that means. And that involves actually having measures. What are those clear indicators that you have achieved what you want? And generally, when we think about this, there should be a number of indicators. So an example might be, you might say, I'm successful when I earn $200,000 or whatever that number is for you. But you also want to be aware of what are the other factors. You can earn $200,000 and work 80 hours a week. That may not be a fair trade-off for you. So it may be for you that actually what you want is to earn $200,000 working 40 hours a week and never more than 50 hours a week and have time to spend with your family, to enjoy your lifestyle and to travel. Once you add in those other layers, it becomes more about one specific goal. It becomes about an actual measure of success. It becomes a well-rounded metric for yourself. So hopefully you've done that in the past. And what I really want to urge you today to do is evaluate that. Think about when was the last time you evaluated your measures of success and really ask yourself, is that still what I want? Does that still feel representative of what I want to achieve? Because what we don't talk about enough is that over time, our desires change and that's perfectly normal. We evolve as people, we grow, we learn, we have more exposure and more knowledge over time. And so it's perfectly fitting that our goals and what we want to achieve in our lives will evolve as we do as humans. But often we cling on to our old ideas of success and often it's completely unintentional. We just never take that time to stop and reevaluate what it is that we want. And as a result, those old ideas, those old measures of success, They become our cage because we're so focused on achieving that. We miss out on the other things that we actually want. We miss out on the opportunities because we are so focused on achieving an outdated goal or an outdated ideal for ourselves. And this has happened to me so many times. 
without even being conscious of it. Two examples spring to mind. The first is it was about seven years ago and I had landed my dream job, right? I'd been working towards this for a long time and I got this new job and I was so excited by it. But literally within a matter of months, I was already thinking, what's next? What am I going to do next? Why am I not feeling more satisfied and excited by this role? And what I realized was that I had been working towards this goal for such a long time that I hadn't checked in that this was actually the job that I wanted. I hadn't given myself permission to imagine anything else. I'd been so clear and focused on achieving the goal that when I got there, I realized that actually maybe this wasn't the right goal for me anymore. And it was only through going through this whole journey of self-discovery and really giving myself the time and space to think about other possibilities that I was able to actually recognize this. And I was able to start to formulate another option for myself, another definition of success to work towards that felt more aligned and exciting and energized me again in a way that I hadn't felt in such a long time. And it also allowed me to then show up to this job being satisfied with it for what it was right now at this point in my life. It didn't have to be my forever goal anymore. It also allowed me to show up and enjoy this job that I just got for what it was. A really great job for where I was in this moment, but it wasn't going to be my forever future. And knowing that, having something else to work towards that lit me up and excited me in a new way, that allowed me to actually enjoy that role so much more rather than spiralling down in dissatisfaction myself. But I would never have gotten to that. I would never have had that clarity if I hadn't taken that time to really get clear on what it was that I wanted at that point in my life, not five or 10 years ago, but right in that present moment and to create a new future for myself from there. Now, the other example that comes to mind on this for me is about having kids. And this might seem a bit weird, but perhaps some of you might relate to this. But throughout my 20s and into my early 30s, I did not intend to have children. And when I look back on it, I remember when I made that decision not to have children. I was in my early 20s, I was in a not great relationship and I remember at the time thinking, gosh, I've always just assumed I would have children because, you know, that's what we're told as little girls is the normal thing to do and I remember at the time thinking, what if that's not for me? What if I can have this brilliant career that I love where I can travel, where I can do anything I want to do without that responsibility of being a parent? And I made that decision very easily in my early 20s that I did not want to have kids. And I was fine with that. I was really happy with that decision. And fast forward a number of years, I met my partner, Sasha, and he had a son. So I became a stepmom to a seven-year-old boy. And again, I was perfectly happy in that role of being a step-parent for a number of years. And it wasn't until my early 30s after Sasha and I had gotten married that I really started to reassess that decision around whether I wanted to have my own children. And again, when I gave myself the time and space to really think about it without worrying about anyone else's judgment or anyone else's thoughts on it, I decided that actually I did want to be a parent. And that was a decision that Sasha and I then made together. And, you know, I now have, in addition to my stepson, I have two beautiful young boys. I love being a mum and it's the most rewarding role I have in my life. It is also the most challenging role. But the point is, is 
I never would have had those children had I not allowed myself to rethink a decision I'd made over a decade ago. I hope you've been enjoying the episode. I wanted to take a moment to let you know about my free Career Confidence Masterclass. This is for ambitious career oriented women who are ready to stop playing small and to confidently create a career you love. Head over to my website, beautifuldisruptions.com for more info. Now let's get back to the episode. And it's so important to remember when we define success, whether it's in our career, in our personal life, in our relationships, there is no one size fits all. What you want is not going to be the same as what I want. And that's fine. We don't all need to have this same cookie cutter experience. In fact, we don't want to. Our strength is actually bringing our diverse perspectives, our diverse experiences and wants and desires and knowledge to the table. That is what creates innovation and better outcomes and more more well-considered design and solutions. So I want you to think about that. I want you to really take that time to get clear on what it is you want right now. And I'll link in the show notes to a goal-setting guide, which might be helpful for you to really walk through this process. And as I said, carve out this time. But I want you to do this with these key things in mind. You need to give yourself permission to let go of things that no longer serve you. Because sometimes we've had these ideas for so long that it almost feels like we need to break up with them. We need to actually give ourselves that time to let go and be okay with change. And I want you to really approach this from the perspective that there is no right or wrong. There is just the choice that you make that is right for you in this moment. And again, the idea of this exercise is that by defining what success looks like to you right now, it will be your North Star. It will guide you to create the outcomes that will give you the satisfaction, that will give you the joy and the happiness and fulfillment that you are after, both in your work and in your life. So give yourself permission to explore what that looks like and be willing to let go of things if you need to. The second thing I want you to accept that there may be a sunk cost. An example of this is if you've studied something and you now decide that actually you want your career path to take a different course, you can look at it that all those years of your education are now wasted. That is a sunk cost. And often I see people not taking a different course because they're so attached to the time and the money and the effort they have invested to get to this point in their career through their education and through their work experience. And what they fail to realise is that they've gained experience on the way. They have made progress as a result of what they've done in the past. But we cannot continue to stick on a particular course out of fear of wasting that information or knowledge or that experience. We need to see it as a part of our collective assets As a person, as an individual, as a career, for our career, we need to be able to accept that as part of our experience. And this next point is that we need to remember our careers are not linear. It is rare that we do A and B gets us to C. Usually there is a whole myriad of different routes we take and every experience we have adds to our knowledge bank, adds to our skill sets. And it's how we as individuals take all of those things, our education, our insights, our own character, our own interests, and how we fuse that all together to create a really valuable proposition for our employers and for our clients and for the people we serve. It is not necessarily that A equals B equals C. 
sometimes that equation looks completely different and it's okay because we draw on all the different aspects and experiences we have to create something really brilliant and sometimes unexpected. So as I said, I want you to take some time and really get clear on what it is that you want at this stage in your life and moving forward. So think about five years out from now or 10 years out, what does success look like for you then? What are the measures? And then start to define how to get there. Start to work out a plan to achieve that. And, you know, I'm always saying I am such a believer in having a plan to get somewhere, right? It's the project manager in me. But a plan is there to support your development. It's there to guide your thinking and your growth. It is not there as a prescriptive measure that will set out everything that needs to happen in a specific way. It is a guide for you. It is a tool. It is not a life sentence. So use it as such. Allow it to ebb and flow with what you need at that particular point. And make sure you set out time periodically to actually sit down and evaluate if your success measures are still the same. And if they're not, give yourself permission and time and space to redefine them. And let go of the things that no longer align with what you want or no longer serve you regardless of what other people think, because someone will always be disappointed with your choices. But so long as that person is not you, the last thing you want to do is spend your career and your life working towards someone else's definition of success or someone else's goals and never be satisfied or fulfilled in your work. So stay true to what you want and keep moving in the direction of what you want. And as I said, I love a good plan, but you don't have to have it all figured out. You just need to know what you are working towards and then take the next logical step towards it because it's action that will get you closer to what you want. So even if it's tiny steps, keep moving in that direction because once you know what it is you want, then you can say no to everything that is not that. You can focus your time and your energy on the things that really matter and will create the success as it's defined by you. Okay, my friend, it is time to go and get a cuppa, sit down and really think about this for yourself. So grab a cuppa and I'll link in the show notes to a guide to really take you through this process, but get clear on what it is you want. Because once you have that North Star, it will guide you. And believe me, having that clarity will make everything else easier. So sit down, get true to yourself and get clear on what success looks like for you and what will make you genuinely happy and fulfilled in your work and in your life. And once you've done that, come over and share your definition of success with me. The best place to find me is on LinkedIn or drop me an email and share with me what your takeaways are from this and what you are working towards. Because once we share our goal, it also becomes that bit more real for us. We start to really live into it and I will be on the sidelines cheering you on. Okay, my friend, have a beautiful day. Until next time. Thank you for joining me on the Building Up Women in Property podcast. I'm Rebecca Bangura, and if you'd like to learn more about what I do, head over to LinkedIn and connect with me. Have a beautiful day, and I'll see you next time.